Uh, good morning, good afternoon, wherever this finds you. Welcome to Seasons and Sessions. I hope you are doing well and having a great time. I'll begin by sharing from Psalms 37, for it says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desire of your heart. Um, many of us like the last part that says, The Lord will give you the desires of your heart. But that part of the scripture begins with delight. And delighting means to find joy, to find great joy in the things that glorify God. Mm. So this week, um, as you get into this week, as you're doing about your work, remember to delight in the Lord and he will surely give you the desires of your heart. My name is Joel. So um, as we can see from the title of this, we are talking about people today. And I have someone joining me today. Yeah. And I would like him to introduce himself. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, Joel, thank you for, for getting me for seasons and sessions. Sessions, yes. My name is Rogers Ediamu. Okay. And I'm really excited to join you for seasons and sessions. Okay. This specific episode talking mm. about people. Okay. 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 So, Rogers, what do you do? People want to know what does he do? <laughs> yeah. I recently actually was. Uh, I was filling in some forms and I mm. was confused because they were asking occupation. Yeah. So I was confused. That, does that mean what I am doing or what I studied? <laughs> okay. Because I am not doing what I really studied. Yeah. I, I, I serve as a pastor wow. at Auto Church. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. Yes. Yes. But uh, I studied business administration. So okay. probably I should be a, an accountant or a manager doing something like that. But... I do pastoral work. Okay, so yes. Pastor Rogers. Yes. <laughs> wow, interesting, interesting. Pastor Rogers, so you tell us, um, what are the things you like to do? Um, I like soccer. Okay. So I like watching soccer. I mm. support Chelsea. Okay. And I also like playing it. Mm. So when I have some spare time, that's what I really do. Watch okay. soccer or play mm. soccer, mm. but also... I, I love music. Okay. Yeah, Interesting. I love music. Mm. Uh, so I, I listen to music quite a lot. Okay. And then I love people. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So any day, mm. you know, just hanging out with people, okay. jazzing about life, mm. those things really excite me. Wow. Yes. Wow. So before we get into our topic about people, you said you love music. So does that mean you sing? Not at all. <laughs> oh, I do sing. Okay. Yes, yes. I sing, mm. but I am not like uh, your famous singers that you know. <laughs> okay. I sing in the bathroom, okay. in the car. <laughs> wow. At home. In interesting. Many of us do sing in those places. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so um, let's get into our topic for today. We are talking about people and being a pastor, that means that one of your um actually most of what you have to do is mm. to deal with people that's right you can't avoid um people it's you're working around people you can't so um and we find that a pastor has to love the people yes how has it been that how is it that you're able to love these people regardless of where they come from regardless of um i mean these are the people who god has entrusted to you how are you able to love them yeah, I, I think I think loving people is, mm. is a work of God yeah. in the heart of a human being. Mm -hmm. You see, 
And maybe let's start from the, the family. Yes. The family setting. Mm. Mm. You're a child in a home. Mm. You're a father in a home. Yes. You are a mother, mm. a sister. Mm. You know, that kind of setting, it's mm. almost, it's, it's, you were born with it. Okay. The day you know that this is my mom, this is my dad, mm. this is my sister, mm. it's, it comes natural to love them. It comes them. natural. Mm. Yeah. But yet we know, okay. uh, because people are limited, people mm. are not perfect, mm. we know that sometimes we struggle to love these very people. Okay. We actually sometimes hate them. <laughs> okay. You That's get. right. So mm. even in a family context, it mm. can be hard. To love people because yeah. people are not perfect mm. so that's why i say that it is the work of god in our hearts to, to love, love people. people wow yes because because for you to love somebody you go beyond what you see mm. you go beyond uh what you know them to be and you you fall in love you almost have to have uh lenses of god Okay. Because, I mean, that's what the Bible says, for mm. God so loved, loved the, the world. world. Yes. Not the world in terms of mountains and mm. hills, but mm. the people in specifically. The mm. And the reason why God was able to love us, even when we were horrible mm. and, you know, doomed for dead, yeah. he saw us through a different lens. Yeah. He saw us for what he created us to be. Mm-hmm. So it, it, that's why he loves us because he knows yeah. like, you know, right now you look rugged, you look spoiled, you look wasted, yeah. but within you, I know I created something perfect, something mm. beautiful, something glorious. So he sees what he created us to be and therefore he loved us so that he would be able to redeem us. So as a pastor, mm. uh, I honestly must say that it's the work of God. Mm -hmm. That for me, when I see you, Joel, mm. I'm not just seeing this Joel. I'm seeing, you know, uh, I'm seeing you through the lenses of God. Like, yeah. You know what the Bible mm. says that for God knew you, He yeah. knit you together you in your born. mother's womb. Mm. He has a great plan for you. So mm. I am looking at you like that. And so my heart is drawn to you mm. so that I can help you to grow from where you are to where God, God wants, wants you to, to be. be. And wow. that's, that's, that's where the love for the people comes from. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. I'm picking um, great things here. Um, when you were talking about this, you talked about the heart and God. Mm. So God has a big, actually, he has everything to do with loving people. Absolutely. That means that I can't just come and do it my way and try to love people my way. If I'm to love people, my, uh, if I'm to love people the best way, it's mm. God's way. Yes. Not actually my way. Yes. Wow. Interesting. Interesting interesting so um so when we come alongside people of course now you become friends with people mm. so how do we balance these friendships um with ministry because i know sometimes so that um we, we keep within the limits not to go beyond mm. you know mm. and still um communicate it to people that still this is actually the work of god so people don't just do it anyway because mm. they know okay mm. um pastor rogers is my friend mm. you know he's my friend so yeah mm. so he will understand so how 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 do we how do we um how do we create that 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 space whereby mm. people yes will remain your friends but still when it comes to serving they actually do um the work of god and not take it for granted or um 
see that okay pastor rogers is there and since he's my friend mm. you know i'll just do it this way mm. yeah i i think uh, when you talk about serving mm. alongside people yeah uh in before you even talk about what people are able to bring on the table in terms mm. of service you must talk about what you're doing okay uh people have to understand that uh, now for me a pastor mm. everything we do is about people okay so whoever mm. you know signs up to come and join us in mm. serving people there has to be that understanding in the first place that you know what we are here to serve yeah people mm. uh, and 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 god must have worked done a work in their hearts you know even before they sign up to to love these people yeah you know i know you serve children joel mm. Mm. you know before you signed up to serve mm. in the children's ministry yes there, there was a certain thing that was going on in your heart like mm. a passion for children and mm. that it was from that passion that you know what here i am yeah. i want to serve, serve. you mm. get so so it's good to understand that because it helps eventually mm. when you are working out because sometimes you get tired when yeah, you're serving sometimes true. man you don't have the excitement mm. but because you have the understanding of why you are serving even when you don't feel excited about it you still show up and serve okay. however uh, mm. for me as a leader as i work with people yes I really strongly believe in relationships. Mm. You know, you know, you know when you are serving, you bring something that no one else can bring. Okay? Why? Because every one of us is unique. Mm. You know, I mean, we all can speak, but we don't speak the same. Right? You get that's why you can get the same message, mm. give it to two different people, and they will communicate it differently, yet they have communicated the same thing. Mm. So people who serve come with a certain set of uniqueness a okay. certain and that uniqueness is given by god it adds mm. a certain color a certain flavor and a certain vibe to the work that you are doing yeah you get so mm. for you to be able to tap into such things you have to relate with people okay because because when you relate with them you get to understand where their strengths are where their weaknesses are so mm. that you can be able to inspire them and challenge them you know to bring everything that they are or even where they are struggling yeah. so that you can help them mm. now talking about people struggling you know in doing stuff mm. is that you know people naturally are averse to correction yeah you know naturally people mm. are averse to correction. correction yeah but when you have relationship with, with people mm. you know when you correct them they look at at it from a place of this guy is actually trying to help me become better okay because of the relationship yeah when the relationship is not there the first place they most likely will look at it like you know you're trying to you 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 you're raining into my space you know yeah. i have not invited you here mm. you get i don't want to hear your advice mm. you get maybe you are attacking me you know maybe you're jealous of me maybe you don't you are not you're not happy with my progress yeah but when there is a relationship mm. that person knows where your heart is yeah because when you relate with somebody you communicate your care for them mm. you communicate how much you you want them to win yeah. so when you come to correct them they know that at the back of their minds so they are in a better place to receive correction mm. but also you know the people that fuel us and start us the most yeah to shine and to to not give up and mm. to, to give our best at mm. people that care for us okay that's why you see that in a home if your dad 
or your parents never encourage you. Mm. It doesn't matter how much encouragement you get somewhere from else. other people. Mm. Somehow, this person who is closest to you, mm. it's like the encouragement they give supersedes all other Everything. kinds of encouragement. Yeah. That's why mm. when we relate with people, we give ourselves an opportunity to encourage them better. Wow. Because their hearts are open to us. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah. But I wanted to say something, Joel. I actually wanted to quote for us a scripture. Okay. Uh, Please go ahead. I, I know I should have quoted it earlier, <laughs> but it is in Romans. Okay. Uh, Romans chapter 5. Uh, it's, a, it's a scripture that really excites me. Uh, and uh, it challenges me as well. Mm. It, it says uh, that, Romans chapter 5, verse 5, it says that, and hope does not put us to shame. Okay. Because God's love has been poured out into our hearts mm. through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Mm. And the scripture is saying that God's love has been poured in our hearts. Mm. You know, one time I did some writing about you know, relationships between, mm. you know, uh, the opposite sex. Mm. Uh, people who intend to probably get married and mm. a boyfriend, girlfriend. Mm. And uh, while I was writing that stuff, I came up, that's when I came across this scripture. Mm. And I, it, the Holy Spirit helped me understand that, you know, even for me to love my wife, God does a certain way. If God's love is not poured out in my heart, mm. I cannot love my wife mm. like Christ loved the church. Wow. You get so mm. so God does a certain work in, in us, mm. and that's what enables us to love people. Wow! Yeah. Wow. So it's God and our hearts. So yes. if we are looking to love people better, mm. we need to first get to know God. I believe so. Because as the Bible says, God is love. Yes. Wow. Wow. So um, as you were talking, you mentioned relationships, and I know we are in an era where people. I don't know if it has just gone down but the way we relate with other people doesn't seem like um the way it used to be in the past mm. you know in an era where there's a lot of uh, social media and mm. all that mm. how how do we build these relationships how do we build these relationships and i mean like good relationships healthy relationships mm. with people mm. yeah so how can we build these relationships yeah you see for any relationship to thrive mm. communication if I must mm. say, good communication. Okay. Mm. You know, not any communication. Not any kind of good communication. communication. Good communication yes. is at the center of any thriving mm. relationship. Mm. I had an experience uh, a couple of years ago. I had an opportunity to travel mm. outside this country for about uh, six months. Okay. And it was my very first time mm. to go away mm. from my family, yeah. from my friends mm. for over six months yeah you get not that i was somewhere up country no i yeah. was outside, outside the, country. the country and that time mm. um smartphones mm. were a new trend maybe. yeah so not everyone had and, and i was one mm. of those who didn't have one okay so things like facebook whatsapp mm. i mean i the only thing i had that could help me to communicate was email wow was okay. an email yes you get mm. and uh so anyways i traveled and i went away so because of those limitations Hmm. My communication with the people I cared for reduced. Yeah. And I, when I came back, hmm. I actually realized there was a huge gap between me and these people. Wow. A huge hmm. gap. It was unbelievable. Hmm. It, it, for, on my side, it felt as though 
life had somehow moved on yeah. without me. These guys had moved, moved on. on. Mm. You get. So I had to do some heavy lifting mm. to catch up with them. I had to intentionally pursue them to catch up with where they are. Mm. You get. So communication is very very critical and good communication for that matter. Yeah. Good in terms of building this relationship. Mm. But but anyways just to say about uh, you see relationships with people are really about commitment to people. Yeah. Commitment to mm. people. It's not just about uh you know having some good time with you and then mm. I jump out. It's not you know just about and that's the challenge we have with yeah you know the 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 new avenues of communication that we mm. have. Mm. I think they are good and they they sh- they have actually given us many more avenues yeah to communicate mm. where there were limitations for example mm. that story i just said you know now there is whatsapp i can yeah. send a voice note i can send a message can you know do i can do a video, video call, call you yeah know? so so mm. they have they have come to improve mm. but unfortunately we have you know departed away from the very best and the original you know uh, avenues of communication mm. and we have moved on to the to new this ones, one the new one you get mm. and abandoned the other mm-hmm. ones yet the new ones were supposed to aid the old ones wow. you get mm. now what are mm. some of those old ones they are standard they mm. are classical ones mm. one is like what we are doing right now yeah we are having a conversation mm. let me tell you nothing can beat a one on one conversation like i mean you you can see me you can see my facial expression yeah. you can tell if i'm interested in this conversation mm. or i'm mm. not you can tell if i am absent minded or i am not yeah. what so one on one conversations are really classical mm. but people these days don't like one on one conversations yeah. or they are too busy to create time for one on one conversations yet i think one on one conversations are, are still best. classical mm. and they are still the best mm. kinds of communications you get because yeah. communication is is verbal it is non-verbal it is it can be physical you i mean you touch somebody mm. it can be an expression uh, so so that is one thing that is good so i think one way we can rebuild you know mm. this kind of healthy relationship and and uh, is to get back to that place yeah. like you know if if it's for example your girlfriend mm. if it is your father mm. your parents if it's mm. your siblings mm. you know even when you don't necessarily live together anymore uh, or if you live together make time yeah things like mm-hmm. having dinner you together. know on the table mm. together mm. it is those are powerful things those yeah. are things that made our relationships very healthy mm. but these days in homes you know the father comes up at their own time they eat alone you know the mother eats alone mm-hmm. the children eat, eat alone. alone you get some of them even go and have their meals in their bedrooms mm. you get you are together but you don't have that's that one on one engage that yeah. intentional one so mm. i think that's number one you know we need to get back to that place and of course where there is limitation of distance that's mm. when we take advantage of of you know technology yeah you know do a skype call mm. you know uh make a phone call mm. you know make a phone call mm. you get again i must say that a phone conversation is better than a text, a text message right much much better mm-hmm. you get mm. so but some people laugh 
love to texting, text. man. Mm. You get uh, because the phone conversation it is in real time. Yeah, you get you. Mm. Exp- I can tell the tone of your voice. Yeah, you know if somebody can tell if I have flu on mm. a phone yeah. call. Yeah, you know then they can tell mm. if I am disinterested in the conversation from yeah. the tone of my voice as well. Mm. So so that is another thing. But mm. I think for me it is for us if we get back to those classical. Modes of communication communication that are more practical, that are more engaging, Mm. that are Mm. in real time, uh, that allow us to give our full attention Mm. to a person, uh, I think we can build much more better relations than the superficial kinds of communication. Wow, wow, wow. I liked the part you talked about communication, good communication Mm. and those classical ways of communication where you get to see someone's facial expression yes. where you get to know because i mean i can someone can ask you because some of us are wired in a way that anyone who asks you how are you you just reply i am I'm fine, fine. Yeah. so that is that is what we know yes. it comes quick but yes. um i think that is one way that we can actually uh build these relationships mm. through good communication and i must say good communication yes. not just yes. any kind of communication and 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 maybe just to add one or two things yes something about good communication Mm. is you know communication is between two parties yes you get so Mm. the the one person will communicate something and the person on the other side receives that communication Mm. interprets it and gives feedback Mm. you get where there is no feedback Mm. you know that communication is incomplete Mm. Mm. you get Mm. Even, even if a person gets your communication and misunderstands it, even that misunderstanding is some form of feedback. Yeah. Because it helps you to clarify what you're trying to, to, to communicate. Mm. So that whole cycle must be complete, where mm. you say something and then there is feedback, whether, it yeah. is, whether they have understood you or, or they, they have haven't. not understood mm. you, so that there is you know, a bad back and forth. But I, I wanted to state that, that good communication is where you communicate and there is feedback. feedback. So it's a back wow. and forth uh, kind of engagement. And I think it's, it's, it's quite important to get feedback as well, to know what the other person is actually thinking. Yes, because I may be here yes. talking about something. Yes. But um, the person is probably far away, you know. That's so I, I think it actually helps. Because if it, would be, it wouldn't be communication if I'm just talking to myself and... I don't get feedback, then that relationship actually would not be built yeah. to think about it. Yeah. Because if someone is talking and they're not getting anything from mm. you or you're mm. not responding mm. or you're not showing interest, mm. it may be a turn off to them as That's well. And, very true. and they may not be able to, to build that relationship. So um, let's come to another part. Now we're talking about rebuke. Mm. But you mentioned there that... Um, as, as we kept talking, you mentioned that to rebuke someone, if we require you to be in a relationship with them, so they don't feel like um, you are actually just um, trying to bring them down, mm. but they look at it as you're trying to actually build them up. Mm, mm. So um, what better ways can we rebuke the people we work with? Because um, over time these days, um, I've had people say something that you are judging me. You're not mm. supposed to judge me, you know. <laughs> so um, it's God only who is supposed to judge, mm. you know. So mm. how do we come to that place where um, we are going to rebuke in love mm. and 
we stay in good terms you know mm. we continue building this friendship we continue um walking this journey together amazing uh, mm. something i learned uh, recently uh, uh, that really changed my life i mm. my personality is i am averse to confrontation mm. I am not a confrontational kind of person. Mm. I mean, when I see things that need confrontation, mm. I, I, if I can avoid them, if I can send somebody else, I will do that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I know uh, how it but, feels. But I remember when I had <laughs> my first employment, mm. I had to work within a team, you know? Mm. And, uh, and when you work within a team where there are people, you are, uh, you know, offense is inevitable. Yes, exactly. And somehow you have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. You get so I was put in a space where I had to deal with offense. Yeah, but I like what my leaders helped me learn in that season is that mm. offense is inevitable. Yeah, as long as people are involved and you're working somehow, mm. you know, you'll be offended or mm. you will offend someone. In, yes. in Luke chapter 17, actually, Jesus <laughs> talked about this. He said uh, in Luke chapter 17, verse 1. Uh, then he said to he, to the disciples, "It was impossible. It was. It is impossible that no offenses should come. Mm. You know that is just part B. There is another part to that scripture. I won't go there for purposes of what we are talking about. Yeah. But 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 he says that it is impossible. In other words, as long as there are people involved, there will be." offense mm. somebody is going to do something that you don't like somebody is going to step on your toe yeah you are going to step on somebody's toe right intentional or unintentional mm. it's going to happen you mm. can but in that same chapter of the bible mm. jesus goes ahead to, to 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 tell his disciples how do you then deal with offense because mm. it's bound to happen yeah so he tries to highlight how you deal with offense of course he talks about forgiveness mm. uh, but one of the things he talks about in in verse 3 Luke chapter 17 verse 3 says take heed to yourselves if your brother sins against you rebuke him mm. and if he repents for give him, give him. You get yeah. now. You can read the whole chapter mm. uh, for 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 better context. But but right there, Jesus says, if your brother sins against you, rebuke him. Mm. In mm. other words, it is healthy if somebody does something wrong for you to, to talk rebuke. about it. Mm. Wow. Now, when the Bible says rebuke, because sometimes we misunderstand it. Some rebuke does not mean quarrel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Rebuke does not mean complain. Mm. You get. Rebuke does not mean retaliate mm. or revenge. Yeah. You get. When he's saying rebuke, he's actually saying talk about the issue. The issue. Bring it up. Mm. You see, Joel, if you do something wrong to mm. me, I should be able to say, hey, Joel, mm. you did one, two, three, four things. Okay. And it mm. has caused me pain. It has hurt me. Mm. Then you, Joel... If it was not intentional, I know you, because you care about me, you will mm. humble yourself and say, hey man, I honestly, I even didn't know that that's how, what I did made you feel. I am yeah. so sorry. Mm. I did not intend. Okay. Now, right there, the Bible says you have won a brother over. Yes, exactly. You get, because mm. Joel is helping me to understand that one, it was not intentional. Yeah. But even if it was not intentional, it has happened anyway, he that is happened, yeah. sorry. Mm. You get but also, 
you could say what are you even talking about mm. Eh? Mm. You, you like complaining about everything <laughs> yeah. even just that mm. i just said this yeah. you get and that will tell me where joel's heart is yeah you get mm. and so it gives me two op- two options it gives me an op- option of knowing where joel's heart is and i could forgive him mm. and just pray for him mm. or i could hold on to the offense yeah as like this guy is horrible and that could possibly break the relationship exactly. and, or even bring more tension mm. or i could choose to forgive and say you know what let me just let go it's okay mm. let me just let go mm. you get it. so so mm. we rebuke is something that jesus asked us to do yeah because you have to confront when you don't confront issues they build up yeah they build up and uh, and they come out bigger than right. they should be mm. but when you see something and immediately you engage and mm. talk about it you have an opportunity to deal with it right there wow you get so so yes i think in relationships some people fear to rebuke Buke. but you know mm. like i had to learn mm. <laughs> you have to learn mm. because jesus talks about it it's mm. one way of of managing conflict in yeah. relationships because right. it is inevitable that people will offend us or it is inevitable that we will offend people mm. you know but also sometimes you don't have to wait for somebody to rebuke you if you notice that you've done something wrong be quick to go say hey man i did this mm. and uh, i'm honestly very sorry about mm. it so that you don't wait for the other person you get be the one to initiate the process okay. yeah Wow and it's amazing how that can transform your heart you know everything just dissolves in someone's yes, yes and you see that you know they are genuinely yes, sorry yes wow so um from that we Thank you so much for joining us today as we talked about people and I hope you learned a thing or two you can also share your knowledge with us on our platforms that is season sessions at gmail season sessions 21 at gmail.com or on our instagram that is seasons underscore and underscore sessions would love to hear from you and you can feel free to share this with any of your friends i believe this is wisdom that we all need as we walk this journey of life we love you god keep you favor you and bless you